Welcome to the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Tay Daniels. I'm a multi-business owning wife and mom that lives in the Midwest. I teach women how to be unapologetic in their journey to success, how to stop making decisions out of fear and step into their CEO shoes, to want more for their life, and to build a business that they not only love, but they're extremely proud of. On this podcast, I will be giving you my no BS advice and perspective on business, life, and motherhood. So grab your drink, put on those headphones, or cover your child's ears, and let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I am currently recording in the podcast studio. My daughter is sick again. I don't know, like... I knew this was going to be a thing. My daughter has been at home with me her whole life. She's five years old. Um, But I have been obviously a work from home mom. We've done like the homeschool thing with a teacher before, but um, she hasn't been in school or daycare yet. So I knew being in dance um, because she's currently in dance. She's in competition dance as well as she does like weekly classes on top of that, that, you know, we were going to run the risk of being sick because she's being around more and more children. And as a mom, I think especially a first-time mom, I mean, I don't know because I only have one, but I hate when my kid is sick. I mean, obviously, we all hate it, right? But, like, I don't sleep well, and I just, like, am anxious and nervous about her being sick, and I don't really know why. Um, I mean, it's the flu. She'll be fine. Uh, But she was sick after Thanksgiving. She had, like, a, um, a fever for two days back then. She threw up once, and then... It, she was fine within like 48 hours. Well, yesterday, last night, a fever spiked. Um, she hasn't been feeling good, you know, throw up again. And um, so, yeah, we're doing that thing today. So my husband is currently upstairs on the couch with her while I am recording on the podcast. I am super grateful to be able to have a business that allows me to be at home with my daughter, especially during times like this, right, when they're sick and you get to take the day off or you get to be with your kiddos or whatever and not have to worry about time off and all those things. So that is obviously one of the major benefits of being an entrepreneur. But that is a little update on what we've got going on here. But I just wanted to, of course, do another episode with you guys. Um, If you're on, if you follow me on Instagram or you're on the email list or you're in my free Facebook community, um, a lot of the stuff that I talk about here is stuff that I share with you on there too, right? Like this is part, you're part of my community. And so kind of talk about the same things throughout the week, like the blog, the email list, the Facebook group, the podcast, we kind of all, it all goes hand in hand. And so this week we are talking about living in the Midwest. Now this is such a controversial topic for me. And I think it's because, you know, I, I've always felt like I was meant for more since I was little, like very much city, big city girl, which is crazy because I grew up in such a small town. I grew up in a town of less than a thousand people, like out in the country super, super small town. And I could not wait to move to a big city. Um, my family is very much not cities. So I don't know really where it came from, but I could not freaking wait. Like I just knew when I grew up, I am moving to a big city, like restaurant patios, 
sipping my my wine on a patio and the shopping and the energy of being somewhere where nobody freaking knows you. And we just got back, um, what, like a month ago from Destin, Florida. We went on vacation for a week. It was magical and amazing. And we stayed at the Henderson Beach Resort and it was so, so good. I did not want to come home. I literally have been um, planning our next trip there. Hopefully in the next few months, I cannot freaking wait. Like I'm so ready to go back. And then since then, I have wanted to move there. Like I just keep telling my husband every week, like I just want to live there. And I keep going back and forth between living there or living here. And the thing is, is like living in Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, um, it's cheap. It's affordable, I will say. And obviously then... Destin, Florida is, and we're close to friends and we're close to our family. And like I said, my daughter's in dance and we're creating a life here. But at the same time, I love, love, love being on the beach. Like there's something about being there and the warm air and I like, I just love it. And so I'm like, oh, can we have two houses? Can we split time back and forth? And I just go back and forth on it all the time. But the thing is, I ended up leaving my small town and moving to Kansas City when I was, I think I was 20 when I moved to Kansas City. In between there, I went to college um, at Washburn University, which is like um, in Topeka, right outside where I grew up. So maybe like 20, 30 minutes from where I grew up. So it really wasn't like leaving, but it wasn't until I was, I think I was 20 or 21, I ended up moving to Kansas City by myself. At the time, I had a boyfriend in Kansas City, but other than that, I didn't know people My job transferred me from the Topeka location to the Kansas City location. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Like I made new friends. I felt like I am like living my best life. I am like in this bigger city because to me, Kansas City is a big city compared to a thousand people in a small ass town um, where everybody knows everybody and everybody's in your business. Coming to Kansas City, I was like, ah, this is amazing. Nobody freaking knows me. And um, since then, I have, of course, you know, met my husband and made amazing friends and of course we sip drinks on the patio and there's like shopping and it's so funny because my mom still lives in our hometown and um she'll always say stuff like you know we have like two starbucks in the whole city and i'm like we have three on our street alone like it's just different right it's not a big city but at the same time i left my hometown and i feel like it is like this new energy that it's brought to me Um, and of course me and my husband both came from really small towns, but here it's, it's just different, right? You're, you're close to your family, but you're still a couple hours away. We make our friends, we make our family. We're in a bigger, a bigger town, but still small enough that we have, you know, the same values that we care about and we can raise our family here with those values. And it it seems to align. And so I just want to say that you can create the lifestyle or the life that you want no matter where you are. And it took me a while to honestly figure this out. But you, if you're in the Midwest or even if you're in a small town, you can still live big. You can still live a life for yourself of luxury, whatever that means to you. You can live your over-the-top sex-in-the-city lifestyle. You can go to brunches. You can spend your money on ridiculous coffees if you want, diamonds, high heels, anywhere. Dress how you want. That's one of the biggest things. In the Midwest, 
I think people don't exactly like dress up. I mean, there's like some people that do, but you know, when you're just going out for your daily things, I mean, like sweatpants and a sweatshirt's the norm, which is nice. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm like, this is great. No one cares. I just look like everyone else. But then you dress up like today I ran to the grocery store and I have on leggings and a t-shirt and sneakers with a big furry coat on and people just stare because it's like, not the norm, right? People are like, who do you think you are? And I don't care. Like, I literally don't give a shit. And that is how you have to be being in the Midwest or being in a small town and, you know, people know you and all those things. But you can create this lifestyle that you want to freaking have. Even if you have cows walking down your street, girl, live your best freaking life. If no one in your neighborhood understands what exactly it is that you do online, because people ask me, like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, you know, I have two businesses. I have a virtual assistant agency, and I'm a business coach, and I empower women all over the world. And they're looking at me like, okay, like, we don't have a clue what the fuck you're talking about. I don't care. I am still living my best freaking life. I'm dressing up. I'm going to the patio dinners to drink wine with my husband and traveling that's the biggest thing is living here allows us to be able to travel more because we pay less in expenses and so I want you to know that we work with women small town big town all over the freaking world and it doesn't matter where you live you can make the best freaking life for yourself you can make more money and the best thing about it is too if you live in the midwest or a small town yeah like okay maybe you only need to make six figures, a hundred K because having a hundred K here is way different than having a hundred K in California. Like, right. A hundred K in California is like 50 K here. And so I just want you to know that you can have the freaking life you deserve. So three mistakes that women who live in small towns make when they're building a business is you have a small town money mindset. One of the main advantages of living in small towns is that you actually have cheaper living, right? You have cheaper expenses than if you were to live in that big city. But girl, just because your rent is cheaper anywhere else in the country does not mean that your rates of your online business should be, right? I get it. Where you come from, deals are made probably with handshakes, and you would not dream of charging your neighbor a penny more than you had to. But in the online space, you get to charge premium rates, and you freaking should. The clients that you want to work with accept those prices and are actually happy to invest in professionals who get the freaking job done. I cannot tell you how many people have come into our agency from Florida, from New York, from California, because we had at the beginning cheaper rates, but then we gave them Midwest quality, right? We show up, we give them the work that they deeply desire. And those invoices that would make your grandma clutch her pearls and faint over... (laughs) that's probably the going rate for someone who lives in a bigger city. So don't freak out. You have got to work on that money mindset and do not price your tar- your services too freaking low. Number two is that you are trying to do it all on your own, right? Because women work hard all over the world. I can speak from personal freaking experience on this. And it's definitely true in small towns too, because hard work is 
a strong value that's practically ingrained in us from the time we're born. But on the flip side of that, we can also take it too far and think that we have to do freaking everything on our own and never ask for help. So if you live in a small town, I bet money that you are out there trying to be a parent, take care of your home, volunteer, work, run your business, and the list goes on. And I know because this was me and sometimes it still is and I have to check myself real quick. Don't get me wrong. You are amazing, but also know that it is okay to release control and bring in help, whether that's in your home, it's work, to take things off your plate and give tasks to others because it allows you to be a better woman for all the things that you do, right? You can't give 100% when you're showing up to 10 different things. Your 100% is then spread out across those things, but if you hire another woman to help you, you're also helping her by supporting her business or her income while also she's helping you so that you can put more time and energy into your family, your children, your home, or whatever it is that you want to put your time into. Number three, you're playing small to fit in. Girl, oh man, have I, this one hits home for me because I cannot tell you how many times I've been asked, what do you do by a stranger in our town? And just to get some pretty weird looks when I say, you know, I'm a business coach or I'm a CEO or whatever. And it's just straight crickets. Like, awkward silence. I bet you don't hear that response every day at your neighborhood coffee circle or PTA meeting, do you? But so fucking what? If you want to have a life of luxury, you want to live your best freaking life, number one is you should. Don't play small to fit in even if you live in a small town. And honestly, here's the good news. There are other women like you who have small town values, but big freaking goals with their online businesses. And they completely understand what you're going through on a daily basis because I am personally one of those women, as well as multiple of our students in the Breadwinner Energy Academy. So if you're curious to learn more about the Academy, click the show notes below. We still have enrollment for March open. Um, But yeah, I just want you ladies to know that you can live in a small town with big town dreams. You could stay in in the Midwest, but don't play small, charge premium rates, live your best freaking life, and do not care what people say about you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. And as always, I will chat with you in the next show. 